0: You're listening to The Royally Made, a different kind of podcast, helping you grow in power, purpose, and grace. Let's see what it really means to be a royal daughter. I want to talk to you today about something that I feel we can all relate to, and that is the feeling of being overworked and underappreciated. I know I went through something like this recently where I just felt just really taken advantage of, not intentionally, but just almost like the more work I did, it almost seemed like the more work was expected of me or like the people who do the most work are the ones who are rewarded with more work to do. And it just kind of started getting like that in my head, like a, like a disease was taking over of this is how it works and it's unfair. And I don't know if you've ever felt like that, like just the more you do and the better you do at your job or in your family or whatever the case may be, the more you do, the more that is expected of you to do it. Instead of feeling like you're appreciated, sometimes it's really easy to feel maybe like you're being taken advantage of or you're just underappreciated, right? Overworked and underappreciated and it causes us to get bitter. It causes us to start feeling justified in our bitterness and start feeling like, hey, I deserve more. I deserve more for this. And I wanna tell you about a time not long ago, unfortunately, Jeff and I were getting ready to go to sleep and we were both reading And I happened to be reading in the Chronicles of Narnia, the third book um, of the Chronicles of Narnia, which is called The Horse and His Boy. And I was just minding my own business, reading my book, thinking about how amazing it was and and just getting lost in the story. And then Jeff reads me an email. And this is when I started feeling overworked and underappreciated. It was basically how something was expected of us that just kind of came up last minute. And as soon as he read me the email, my mind started going into overdrive of, this is so unfair, right? And I'm sad to admit it because, you know, when you're squeezed, oftentimes you find out what comes out and sometimes we don't like what comes out of us when we're under stress and when we're under pressure. And so it was kind of an awakening moment for me of, okay, I need to check my heart in this area and kind of see what's causing me to just immediately go to this place in my heart, right? To immediately start blaming people, to immediately start feeling like the motive was to not appreciate me, right? Even though obviously that wasn't true. So anyway, I'm kind of, you know, babbling on and on about how this isn't fair and how we should be treated differently. And t- to be honest, we're treated amazing. So it wasn't that we were being <laughs> treated unfairly. It's a very pitiful example. And yet this is what I was doing. I don't know if you can relate at all. Maybe you can't, but I'm pretty sure you probably can. And I probably spent close to 10 minutes, and we we both talked about it, it wasn't just me, okay, but we probably spent about 10 minutes just talking about what was going on, you know, what was expected, and just if I could say what theme I felt in that moment and what my my spiel was all about, it was being overworked and underappreciated, and I felt like this isn't fair, I should be appreciated more, or at the very least, I don't need to be appreciated, just not be dumped on with more work and i literally stopped talking you know i was like okay i've said my piece right what does that even mean what i said wasn't very peaceful was it (laughs) so i don't know where we get that expression from but basically um i thought okay well i've said all i need to say and i picked up my book again This book right here (laughs) in the Chronicles of Narnia. And I kid you not, I started reading something that I want to share with you right now. Now, to give you a little context for those who haven't read the story, the horse and his boy um, Shasta is on a great adventure across this expanse to go warn um, the Narnians about an attack or warn someone about an attack. He's on an important mission is what you need to know. And basically where I was at in the story is when he comes to this this old man and Shasta just got done doing a lot of important things. He's tired. He's hungry. He's exhausted. He has done thing after thing after thing. They're in the midst of a really great battle right now and important things are happening. And so therefore important things are required of them. And Shasta is tired and he's exhausted. The girl he's with is wounded. The horses he's with are, are exhausted. They can't do anything. He gets to this old man's place and he basically says, this damsel is wounded. Your horses are spent. Rabidash is at this moment finding a ford, finding a ford over the winding arrow. If you run now without a moment's rest, you will still be in time to warn King Loon. And right as I said that, Jeff read me the email. And so I'm right in this point in this story, right? Completely disconnecting what I'm reading to my situation, which is very silly of me. But as soon as I get done complaining for about 10 minutes about how we're overworked and and unappreciated and just how it's not fair, it's not fair, it's not fair. This is what I read in this book. I kid you not. Shasta's heart fainted at these words, for he felt he had no strength left And he writhed inside at what seemed the cruelty and unfairness of the demand. He had not yet learned that if you do one good deed, your reward is usually to be set to do another and harder and better one. But all he said out loud was, Where is the king? And when I read that, I had to set my giant book down and just say, Oh my goodness, Lord, please, forgive me. I had felt everything that Shasta felt in this moment. I was feeling, and clearly he had way more reason to feel it than me. It really put my situation into perspective. It made me realize how silly it was, but I felt everything that he was feeling. And in the moment, all Shasta allowed to come out of his mouth was, where is the king? And what I did was I gave voice to all of those emotions and all of that pressure. And thank God I only did it to my husband. And I didn't say that to my, my coworkers or my friends or my, my leaders, you know, I'm not sure that I'm at the place where I could do that. That would be extremely embarrassing. And yet the people who do that, that you see who do voice those emotions and voice those frustrations to people in leadership, those are typically people who didn't just get there on accident, right? We all have the capacity of acting that way. But what happens is you start saying it to your spouse and you start saying it to your best friends and you start saying it to the people who are close to you and well it's it's not a bad thing because you know these are my friends and i'm just sharing it with them but the more that you develop a habit of giving voice to the emotions that you feel pretty soon you're going to start speaking those emotions in front of people that you really shouldn't be speaking them in front of it doesn't happen on accident it doesn't happen overnight but it will happen if you build that habit in your life that is what is going to come out of you and yet shasta only allowed where is the king to come out because i love what it says he had not yet learned that when you do one good deed your reward usually is to be set to do another and harder and better one i love the way this is explained in the bible in luke 16 starting in verse 10 if you are faithful in little things you will be faithful in large ones. But if you are dishonest in little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibilities. And if you are untrustworthy about worldly wealth, who will trust you with the true riches of heaven? And if you are not faithful with other people's things, why should you be trusted with things of your own? Man, I was so convicted in this moment. And I really feel that this is what this verse is saying. Too many of us are... Are praying to God, of God, give me my ministry. Give me my, you know, what's my purpose in life? I want to have influence. I want to be the leader. I know I'm called to be up here. Why am I still operating at this level? Well, we all have to go through a season of growth, but growth isn't automatic, right? It doesn't just happen on its own. You don't go from being a baby Christian to an adult Christian just by time. You know, in our life, we go from being a baby to a teenager to an adult to a middle-aged person too. (laughs) You know, we go through these things and we don't have a choice. We just become older. But whether or not we mature is completely up to us. How many of you know really old people who are completely immature and how many young people do you know that are actually very mature and wise? Those were choices they made and it's exactly the same way in our relationship with God. You may have been a Christian for one year or you may have been a Christian for 30 years. That does not determine how much you have grown in the Lord. Your maturity level is completely up to you. And if you want to go from this level to a higher level, to a higher level, just like later in the Chronicles of Narnia, like we've talked about on the podcast before, God is calling us to come further up and further in, further up and further in. That is his call to you. That is him drawing you to a higher place in your story. But you have to choose. You don't just get to go to the next chapter because you want to go to the next chapter. Are you getting what you need out of this chapter? You know, I love how in stories, I'm an avid reader and I love stories of adventure and heroism and quests and dragons and just everything that you can possibly imagine. I com- I read all the books about it. I love it. And there's a reason why we love these heroes because the hero is often someone we can relate to, right? The hero in these stories, when you find them especially, they tend to be overworked and underappreciated. Something we can all relate to. But those are the ones who go on to do great and mighty things. But why did they do great and mighty things? Is it because they were simply overworked and underappreciated? No, because there's plenty of people who are overworked and underappreciated, and they don't do anything except complain, and they never seem to get ahead. They never seem to go to that next level. Well, there's a reason for that because they're not being, um, they're not proving themselves trustworthy with the small things. You know, when Jeff read me that email before we went to bed that one night, that was a small thing. That wasn't a very big thing. And yet what came out of my heart showed me what was in my heart. And until I learn how to handle those small things, greater things can't come. And this isn't to discourage you because, you know, I messed up that night, but I believe that God quickly showed me through this story, (laughs) showed me where I was wrong. The Holy Spirit is there to convict you, not of sin, but to convict you of who you are in the spirit and go, look, this is who you are. So why aren't you acting this way? This is who you are. And so when the Holy Spirit is quick to show us that, we need to be quick to repent, not to get God to forgive us. He's already forgiven us, but quick to repent and say, no heart, you know what? I started going down that path of bitterness and thinking that I deserve this, that, and the other, I am shutting the door to the enemy in that area that I just started opening to him. And I'm choosing to repent, turn, and face who I am in the spirit and go, no, that's not who I am. That's not how I handle these situations. That's not how I react. And so even if you mess up, even if you do let things come out of your mouth, even if you do have a, a flesh flash or a moment where you say things you know you shouldn't and you you get frustrated and you get aggravated, It's important that you remember that that's not the end of your story. Nobody reacts perfectly to every situation all the time, but it's what you do in those moments that make all the difference. When you realize what you've done, are you going to say, you know what, that's not who I am, and I'm choosing not to live my life that way. When you approach your life with that kind of an attitude, then you are able to face the chapters ahead and start going on these adventures and start facing bigger and bigger things. When you're faithful in the little, you'll be made faithful over much. When you're responsible for what someone else has, you will be made responsible with your own. That includes ministry. That includes influence. That includes business. Whatever it is you want in your life, steward it well in someone else's life. And then it will be given to you as well. I love this quote by G.K. Chesterson. He says, I had always felt life first as a story. And if there is a story, there is a storyteller. And this is something that we need to live with an awareness of every single day. There is a storyteller to your story on this earth, and it's God, your Father, who loves you. He has a story lined out for you that He scribed in heaven from the moment that you were conceived. And it is good, and it is adventurous, but he can't bring you on this journey if you're not arming yourself with the lessons that you need to be learning in this season. There are things he's trying to teach you. He's trying to teach you how not to take offense and not get offended so easily right we can't be so touchy and so easily offended he's trying to teach you how not to let bitterness enter into your heart he's trying to teach you how to guard your heart against these things because if he's going to take you by the hand and lead you into a really big adventure that means the excitement goes up right the reward goes up but the danger goes up and the possibility of you being a casualty of this war goes up tremendously We need to realize that there is real lives at stake. There is a real adventure to be had in this life, but how are you handling the seemingly small things that are going on in your life? right the frustrations at work like i had or whether or not someone treated you poorly or your husband you know snapped at you or you know wh- whatever it may be whether you're easily offended at other people or you easily become offended at god we need to learn how to steward these small situations well So that we can be trusted with more in the chapters ahead because there is so much more for you on this earth but we can't keep saying i deserve that i deserve that if you're not willing to grow and actually make the choice to mature in the chapter that you're in and if you will commit yourself to writing this chapter well the chapter that you're living right now each and every day then there is nothing that is going to stop you from moving further into your story and writing the story of your life well.